Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Uncle Strip. This is episode 14. And uh, before we get started, go ahead and follow your boy on Instagram, FLS number four swag with two Gs or Ivy Talks podcast. Follow the podcast. Anyway, we got another fitness related talk for you guys. Uh, as you can tell from the, the title of this, this is all about hydration. Track your water or track your hydration. Because uh, when it comes to working out, when it comes to take care of your body, when it comes to, to reaching your fitness goals, water is just as important as food. The diet, so the food, the water, because water is included with diet. Hydration is a part of diet. The water is just as important as the working out. The diet is just as important as the workout or the program. And so uh, I've always made this analogy, or I always use this analogy a lot when I talk to people, when I'm educating people on fitness. Your body is like a car. You can always use analogy uh, as a car for your body. If you can imagine that the food is the gasoline for your body, right? For the car. Food is the gasoline. Water is the oil, all right? So when you get an oil change, that oil is what helps make the engine run smoothly, right? If you don't change your oil, your engine will lock up. If you aren't hydrated, you can you, your body locks up. You can cramps. You can get soft tissue tear, soft tissue injuries, muscle tears. You're more prone to stuff like that, right? So you want to make sure you keep your the, the body. You want to keep the car well oiled and full of gasoline, right? And um, this is kind of getting sidetracked from the water, but just going off with the analogy of your car, your body is like a car. What you put in the car is what you get out. So if you got a sports car, if you're an athlete, you're somebody that, that that's training intense and you have a sports car, you can't put regular gas in a sports car. You gotta put premium gas in a sports car. That means you gotta put the right foods. You gotta put healthier foods, the right foods into your body if you're training, right? Or if you're a car that's, let's just say, you know, a, a, a regular sedan, or you're, you're, you're a big body, or you're like, you know, an older car, and you're putting you're putting the, the regular gas in the car, you can change. If you're, if you're working with a Toyota Camry, uh, if you're working with a 92 Toyota Camry, but you're trying to turn your body into a Ferrari, you're going to have to change the gas you put in the car. But moving forward, hydration is very important to just overall quality of life, right? It's that important. And believe it or not, 75% of people are dehydrated. Now, may not be chronic dehydration, but 75% of the population is not hydrated. They're dehydrated, right? So I'm going to get into the benefits of being hydrated. So uh, just off the top of the list, because, uh, you know, being a former athlete or being an athlete, fitness athlete, whatever you want to look at it. But being hydrated uh, helps reduce injuries, right? So um, um, if you're in the realm of sports, you've probably heard this analogy before, but your muscles are like a steak, right? And you want to have your muscles like raw, like a raw, like a raw steak, right? It's, it's, it's got that malleability to it, right? Where it's, it's, it's very flexible. You can bend it. You can fold it in half, but it doesn't tear. It's very malleable. That's how you want your muscles to be. That's your muscles hydrated, right? When you're dehydrated, you're like an overcooked steak, a well, well, well done steak. A steak that's well done 
but it's overcooked. It's dry, right? If you pull on it, it starts to tear. That's how your muscles are when you're dehydrated. So you want to always keep your muscles hydrated so you have that malleability to them. It has that, that hydration to where they're able to flex, compress, decompress it and at high speeds and at high forces and not tear on you. So that's like, you know, as an athlete, that's importance number one of being hydrated. Two, if you do have an injury, it helps with faster recovery. Uh, being hydrated helps with digestion. Um, it helps keep the immune system strong. You know, uh, it helps with just your overall bodily functions. And so you want your immune system as strong as you can get it, strong as you can keep it. So you'll get sick less often. Or if you do get sick, you get over it faster. Um, if you're hydrated, again, with the muscles being like a, a raw steak, you can train harder when you're hydrated. If you're, if you, I don't know about you guys, but I've had a workout where I wasn't dehydrated or where I wasn't hydrated well. It's tough. It makes the workout twice as hard when you're not hydrated. You, you, you're barely getting the weight, that's, the weight that would normally be easy for you to get. It's tough to get when you're dehydrated. Same if you haven't had enough food to eat. Same, it's the same thing. Weight that you could normally push, no problem for sets of five or six. It's a tough to get two or three. Um, staying hydrated, kidney stones. Kidney stones, kidney stone prevention. Stay hydrated. Number one preventer of kidney stones is just being hydrated. And one thing people don't know about hydration is joint. It actually lubricates your joints, right? And that's important, especially as an athlete, to keep your joints lubricated so you have less inflammation in your joints. Um, I've had I've had patellar tendonitis since I was in high school. Um, I deal with it constantly. It's it's chronic. So I mean, I'm in constant. I have really really bad knees. So I have uh, chronic uh, patellar tendonitis. It's something I live with every single day. My knees will just swell up on me, and it's a pain, but uh, to help deal with it is one, I take fish oil pills, omega fatty acids, which help with inflammation and helps keep your joints healthy. And two is I stay hydrated to keep my, my joints in a good shape. Um, another thing with hydration, they help with organ, help your organs fun function properly, especially your kidneys. Again, kidney stone prevention, your liver, all that good stuff. You want to stay hydrated for organ function and then just overall body function. Uh, being hydrated, it helps carry uh it helps your blood cells carry nutrition to the body to the body that parts that need it or just carry help carry oxygen to the body parts that need it or just help carry oxygen and nutrition to just your body in general it helps it helps it run smoothly again the oil in the engine just helps everything run smoothly and last but not least i want to talk on in terms of benefits is it helps improve sleep quality and the reason why sleep quality is important is because your body does most of its healing while it's sleep. So if you're not hydrated and you go to sleep, and let's say you're trying to recover from injury or you got a small tear, something, or you're just trying to recover from the long day you've had a long week, well, if you go to sleep, you're not hydrated, your body, your body has to work twice as hard to help address the things that need helping because you're dehydrated right? The body, it's, it's not able to function at the highest efficiency when it's dehydrated. So being hydrated helps improve sleep, help, which in turn helps the healing process. Now, here's some important things I want to touch on, on why water is so important, which we all know this, the majority of the human body is made of water, right? Uh, I think the body as a whole is 60%, but then there are certain organs in the body that are 
high percentages of water. Like your brain and your heart's about 73% water. The two most important things you got, your brain and your heart, 73% water, right? So being hydrated helps with cognitive function, helps keep your heart healthy. Your lungs, 83% water. Skin, we all know your skin, largest organ in your body, 64% water. Being hydrated also helps with your skin, keeping your skin hydrated and moisturized helps with the retention of it and it can help prevent acne, obviously depending on what kind of acne, but it can help prevent acne. So being hydrated helps with your skin and your muscles and kidneys are 80% water. Again, the number one, the number one reason for soft tissue injuries or muscle tear, muscle tear or muscle injuries is dehydration, cramps. Usually it's dehydration. So you could prevent all that by just being hydrated. Now, how much water should you drink? That becomes the next question. Now that you're educated, you're like, okay, water, my boy Finest is saying water is important. How much do I need to drink, right? I, all, I always recommend a gallon a day, right? That's A gallon is 128 ounces. I always recommend a gallon a day. That's what I do. I do at least a gallon a day. Um, like, the, like yesterday, I did 154 ounces, which is well over a gallon. And if you're obviously if you're, the more active you are, the more you need to drink. But for me, a gallon is plenty, whether I'm whether I'm active that day or not. Gallon, even on my off days, gallon a day every day. Now, if you're not active, what I always suggest is I still suggest a gallon a day, even if you're not active. But some people say, oh, 128 ounces. If you're somebody that doesn't keep up with your water or you don't drink that much to begin with, starting with a gallon a day off rip, it's kind of tough, right? All right, well, bare minimum is eight to 10 cups of water. By cups, I mean eight ounces, eight ounce cups. Eight to 10 cups of water, right? And so the general rule of thumb is eight cups of water for women, 10 cups of water for men. So if eight ounces and eight, so... That's basically eight eight glasses of water is about 64 ounces, eight, eight ounce servings, right? Or cups. If you're a man or a male, 10 cups of water would be 80 ounces. And that's what I would say, bare minimum. And that's if you're not, if you're active, I think bare minimum should be your gallon because you're, you're, you're sweating. So you're, you got to make sure you're, uh, your net water or your net fluid gain loss is positive. So if you work out or you do a sport, like any kind of sport where you're sweating a lot, you need to have a gallon as your bare minimum. But if you're not active, I bare minimum eight to 10 cups of water. That's one way. A second is by weight. So there's a rule of thumb for weight. And I say bare minimum, half an ounce per body pound, right? So if you're 200 pounds, bare minimum, you should drink 100 ounces, which is about, it's pretty kind of close to the whole 8 to 10. But this is more off a of weight, which I think is a more accurate representation for bare minimum. I would go by the weight bare minimum than the 8 to 10 cups because the amount of water you need to drink obviously heavily de depends on your weight because if you weigh uh, 100 pounds, you don't, you don't need to drink as much water as somebody that weighs 250, right? If you want to go by weight. So, but again, half an ounce per body, per pound of body weight. 
So again, if you weigh 200, 100 ounces. If you weigh 160 pounds, 80 ounces, right? That's a good rule of thumb. So now lastly, you go, okay, I'm educated. I understand the importance or maybe you're having, you know, sleeping problems or you're just dehydrated and you got, you know, maybe you, you, have, you see a problem that you have. You think, okay, maybe if I get hydrated, it might help with something. Now you're educated on that. Then you're educated on how much you need to drink. Here is tips to help you execute that plan because I'll be honest, if you don't, if you're not in the routine or in the habit of always drinking a gallon, it's tough to just try to get a gallon uh, first day. It is, it's tough. Uh, it, you're gonna have to get to the habit. So one tip is as soon as you wake up, drink eight to 10 ounces as soon as you get up. Like I'm talking as soon as you get up, have like a glass of water next to the, your nightstand or, or, or something, drink eight. To, and eight ounces is pretty easy to just down, especially in the morning. We all know in the morning you wake up, mouth's kind of dry, you're kind of thirsty. So it's easy to just throw back eight to 10 ounces, right? So if you do that, bam, you're at 10 out, eight to 10. Let's just say 10. You're at 10 ounces. All right. Well, if you're at 10 ounces and your goal is, let's say you weigh 200 pounds. I'm going to use 200 pounds because that's what I weigh. So now if my minimum was 100 ounces, let's say I was doing the half ounce per pound. I only need 90 ounces and I've only been up two, three minutes. I only need 90 more ounces, right? So the next, next tip is to drink eight to 10 before bed. Now I do get some people try not to drink an hour or two hours before bed. So they don't have to wake up in the middle of the night to piss. But for me, it doesn't matter when I drink, when I stop drinking, I got to get up to piss in the night at least once. So for me, I just take the L every night. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't make a difference to me. But if you do this, or let's just say, you take in the 10 ounces in the morning, 10 ounces before bed. That's 20 right there. So during the day, you just need to get 80 ounces, right? So now the next uh, tip is try to drink eight to 10 ounces with every meal, right? So you're spacing it out. You don't have to chug all of this water at once. It doesn't have to happen in a two-hour setting. It, it just has to happen gradually throughout the day. You know, maybe you drink... 30 ounces before your workout. And then after your workout, you only had 10 or 12, but then the rest of the day, you're drinking eight, 10 here and there. As long as you get it by the time you go to bed, you got your, you got your ounces in. So now let's do some quick maths. So you're doing the 10 in the morning, as soon as you wake up, right? And you got 10 right before bed. And let's say you're only eating three meals. You got breakfast, lunch, dinner. So let's say you do 10 at breakfast, 10 at lunch, 10 at dinner, right? So that's five sets of 10 ounces. Sounds like a workout, but that's 50. Even if you just did that every day, that's 50. I'm halfway to hundred ounces. Then all you gotta do is just drink eight here, eight there, just throughout the day, right? It's not, it's, it's not crazy hard, but that's still not enough. If you were, even if you were just doing that, that's still not enough. If you're only at 50 ounces. Now, another tip that's probably the, the one that helps me out the most is carry around a jug, either a gallon jug or the, a, a three liter jug. That's pretty close. It's like a hundred, I believe it's like a hundred something ounces. But carry that around or at least a water bottle. 
Now, what I'll say is the jug is easier for me because me personally, I was carrying around a water bottle, a little Gatorade water bottle that was like, it fills up to 30 ounces. And uh, it was helping me drink water, but the inconvenience of having to refill it up is what started to hinder me from reaching my goal, right? Because yeah, I'd fill it up once, I would drink it. I'd fill it up. By the time I got done my workout, bam, I, I drunk all of it, 30 ounces gone. But then I'd fill it up for during the day and I was carrying it around. But when I got to the bottom of it, if I was at work or if I was busy or doing something, I didn't have the time to refill it up as soon as it got empty. Because drinking a gallon, you're, you're pretty much constantly drinking throughout the day. So I would go three or four hours without filling it up because I was doing stuff. So the, at least have a bottle, but I, I suggest the jug because filling up the water bottle, it kind of becomes an inconvenience versus if you just have a gallon jug, you know, if you just go buy a 99 cent gallon jug from Walmart, all you gotta do is fill that up once, that's it. And just drink it throughout the day. You just fill it up once, you don't have to refill it because once you get to the bottom of it, you've hit your gallon for the day. Um, so I always suggest a jug, right? Another thing, the hardest part about drinking, I feel the second hardest part besides just having the convenience of having just one jug you got to fill up once is what you can do is add flavor to the water, right? So sometimes, you know, drinking a lot of water, it gets bland, right? Just drinking water is boring. Um, what you can do is get like crystal light packets, lemonade packets, maybe not the whole gallon jug, but uh, maybe pour some of it into a glass and mix it. So, and then you got some lemonade. Enough, you know, you know, the crystal lights got the sugar-free, zero calorie, whatever. It's literally just fair flavoring your water. I find it easier to drink the flavored water or the crystal light packets in the water than it is to just drink regular bland water. Um, depending on who you ask, juices may or may not count. For me, if I drink a Gatorade that's uh, 20 ounces, 30 ounces, I count that towards my, my hydration. Because it is electrolytes. Yes, I understand it has a lot of sugar, but I'm not. I'm not in the with my the, my lifestyle. The sugar isn't a problem for me, and I still drink over 128 ounces total. So I'm not really worried about it. now. If I was drinking all Gatorades and sodas, then yes, it's probably a problem. But I'm not. But I, you know, if I drink some orange juice or some apple juice or some milk, I count that towards my 128 ounces of fluids water fluids as long as it's uh, as long as it's not like alcohol alcoholic beverages don't count sodas uh depends on who you talk to for me i don't drink sodas um if i did i don't i wouldn't count those towards my hydration um that's a conversation for another day i me personally if i was if somebody asked my advice or my opinion i would not count sodas toward my hydration numbers but anything non-carbonated like Apple juice, orange juice, Gatorade, Powerade, uh, Pedialyte, stuff like that, I would count, right? Um, but that's me. Some people say you if it has a lot of sugar in it, you shouldn't count it, There's, or a lot of sodium, because technically sodium and sugar kind of counter it. It depends who you talk to. Me personally, um, I count it, stuff like that. But that that's just the importance of, that's just some things to help you to reach those goals, right? And just the importance of tracking your water. Now, 
platforms to track your water, you know, if you just get a gallon, like what I have in my gallon jug, I got, I, I got a Sharpie and I measured it. So I got it marked. So from the tip or the, from a full gallon down to the first line on there at six ounces. Then the second line is 14 ounces. So I know exactly how many ounces I've had. So if you get a gallon jug, you can just easily mark it. Or some people have those, those jugs that are, um, um, it was like, not a jug, like a water bottle jug that you can buy and it already has it marked and it says drink here by 7 a.m. or here by 10 a.m., here by noon. And it's like you're halfway there or something like that. You could buy stuff like that um, to, to help you get to that goal. But, you know, tracking it, you want to make it easier on yourself. You could go to uh, – go – to the app store, your app store and download IV Fitness, uh, IV Fitness app. And uh, your boy, we got water tracking on there. But anyway, that's what I use to track mine is I got my app. So when I drink, uh, when I drink my, when I drink my drinks in the morning, like my smoothie and stuff, I'll track that. All right, it was 16 ounces. Then I'm at the gym. All right, I only have 14 ounces at the gym. Then I put that in. Then throughout the day. So that way, some, when I'm not, if it's not from my gallon jug with the marked numbers, I still know what I'm taking in. And then at the end of the day, I just see where my water got to in the jug. I add that. Uh, but you can either do that or just have one gallon jug and just try to finish it by the end of the day. But again, it is vitally important to take care of your bodies, take, take care of yourselves, whether you're active or not. Just keep make, helping your body run as sufficiently as possible to keep it in the best shape it can be in. And to just have your immune system running on all cylinders, just taking care of your body, making sure you oil the engine, right? You got a sports car, you got to make sure you got premium oil in there, right? Even if you don't have a premium sports car, you're not, you're not training, you're not an athlete, you still got to have oil. You still got to have oil in, in an engine. That's just, it's just this is how the body works. You got to take care of the body, stay hydrated, stay healthy. Um, this is this is all for today's podcast. I appreciate you guys for listening if you made it this far. And we will catch you next time on Uncle Strip.